to overcome, succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty, defeat of an opponent to prevail, overpower or overwhelm of an emotion, adversity, a difficult or unpleasant situation, used in a sentence, resilience in the face of adversity. I want to break free. So welcome, everybody, to the first episode ever of the Overcoming Adversity podcast, where we talk about all things overcoming adversity, anywhere from addictions to mental health to suicide to just any type of adversity that people face, whether it's cultural, racial, emotional, behavioral. I can just keep going with all the old's all day. Um, I am Blake Cohen, a certified addictions professional and best-selling author of I Love You More, um, which is a book on Amazon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Please go buy it right now and support your boy. And I'm here with Amanda Marino, who is a co-host on the show. Hi, I'm Amanda Marino. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in alternative medicine, and I'm a certified life coach. And I'm so excited to partner with Blake on this venture. We've uh, been longtime colleagues and friends, and um, we're really ready to just rock and roll and have fun with this. We worked together right in the beginning of our careers, yeah. and now we're coming together again. We were a great team right there in the beginning, and then we parted ways for a little bit, but now we're kind of trying to make our way back and figure out a new way to work together, and what's a better way for two people who share the same beliefs uh, to come together than a podcast and kind of share our thoughts. Both of us, not to toot our own horns, but I think both of us are out there really trying to make a difference and are thought leaders in our space of, uh, or I'll say we're budding thought leaders. Like we're just starting to blossom and starting to get out there and really to, to start making a difference. So I think it's an awesome thing that we can come together and do this. Well, we didn't really stray too far apart. We've always stayed in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed you know, good friends, and we've grown on this journey together. We were both so fresh and new when we started in this career together and this career path. And we both have, you know, both taken risks in separate directions, but now we're taking risks, you know, com coming together too, which is really cool. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people you come across that, um, you know, that are just professional colleagues and you pass them, you know, but with you, it's, it's definitely more than that. You're somebody that I know has a fire lit inside of them, and, mm -hmm. and I, I connect to that fire. So... Well, I appreciate that. I think uh, you and I have kind of just, you know, the way that we've stayed in contact, I think, is just because we've kind of grown together throughout this whole process. And it's been really cool to watch you succeed and start different foundations and just be such a part of people's lives and go through hardships and overcome. And I think, you know, you're a great example of when you put in this hard work you put in hard work and you put in time and effort that what's possible and how much you can achieve and you've got a beautiful family and house and all these great things that, that kind of is like the ideal picture that people are looking at but at the same time there's always inner turmoil and, and always things going on that you're working to overcome so um, continually overcoming adversity I think both mm -hmm. of us are on that path always we're, we're being brave you know we're putting ourselves out there and, and you know 
people might not always support it or like it or get it, but we're doing it uh-huh. and we're being brave and we're just, you know, trying to be better versions of ourselves. I'm super into Brene Brown right now. Oh, so you got my being brave comment. Yeah. <laughs> Completely from her. I think that's like my, my well, mantra right so now. So I'm reading her book, Daring Greatly, and to me, like, every time that I've ever faced an adversity, I've learned to overcome it through vulnerability. And I couldn't put it into words and describe it before, um, except for saying things like being brave or that I just did the work, did the effort. And now when I really think about it, every time I've ever tried to overcome anything, or and it's usually problems that I've created in my own head that don't actually exist, but it's always by putting myself out there. Um, even as far as going overcoming addiction, you know, that was something that I had to really be vulnerable and peel off all the layers and show the world who I really am and ask for help and be vulnerable and admit that I have no idea what I'm doing, that I've made mistakes and, you know, you've overcome the same thing. Yeah, getting, getting humble and, and, and vulnerable in yeah. many areas, areas of our lives. And it's just, it's amazing when, when you see how impactful vulnerability is when we look at it, it almost as a weakness that we're we're asking for help and it's just such a it's so ingrained in our culture and ingrained in us that we we need to not be that person we need to be self-reliant and self-sufficient and it's don't ask for help but you know that actually is the opposite of the truth is when you put yourself out there is when you succeed the most and that's when you're the most courageous so true and it's, it's hard to put yourself out there especially when you've been hurt and you, you've you've gone through pain and it's hard to want to put yourself out there, but every time that I am brave and I and I make that decision and I do that, sometimes in spite of myself and dragging myself to do it, I always reap the rewards. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll be quoting Brene Brown multiple times throughout this podcast. Yeah. My favorite quote of that, of her being brave thing, is if you're not in the arena of getting your ass kicked yeah. on a daily basis that I don't want to hear your opinion about my life. And that is so, that rings true to me every day. Like if you're not in here and getting your, getting knocked down and getting, and coming back up and coming back strong, I really don't want to hear what you have to say about anything. I uh, completely agree. I think it's an amazing, it's an amazing belief or an idea that, that she talks about and, and it it seems like such common sense like obviously we shouldn't care what other people think if if they're not in the arena with us if they don't get it I Gary Vaynerchuk the other day I'm watching a video of his and I've kind of burnt out a little bit on his videos he's intense he's intense but it's a lot of the same thing um, the he was talking about though he's like even your mother doesn't really know who you are doesn't know what you're up to, doesn't understand the struggles that you go through. So if you're someone as close to you as your own mother really doesn't understand you, who the fuck are these people out there trying to judge you? Right. Like, who the hell are they to even make any comments about you? Because they really have no idea what's going on. Right. I think about moments when, like, I know for me, the moments I don't feel good about myself, it's so easy to, to look at somebody else and, and notice what they're doing wrong, what it's all about me, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, you're so right. Uh, so the other quote I really like of Brene Brown, by the way, is, and it's my email signature. I'm trying to um, pull it up here. Let me see if I can do, go to compose. Is we love seeing raw truth and openness in other people, but we're afraid to let them see it in us. Mm. And I think that's so powerful that it's, it's so true. And she talks about 
um, us being open to, or not open, when, we, when we're watching somebody on stage who has this incredible story of overcoming incredible adversity, um, like the guy who was in the Columbine shooting, who unfortunately just passed away of an overdose, but I was watching him on stage and I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is the most raw and real talk I've ever seen of just what his emotions were like and how this event affected his entire life. And he was so courageous, in my opinion. So seeing stuff like that is so brave, but then when you think about us doing it ourselves, you're like, oh no, I could never be like that. Right. I could never do that. Right, self-doubt. It's self-doubt and self-talk. Right, the negative self-talk in the head, the, the pain body. Have you heard of that by Eckhart Tolle and, um, and Oprah? It's a, a podcast right now going on. It's just pretty intense about the pain body, how we relive certain things over and over that are inside of us, and we tell mm-hmm. ourselves these stories, and, and it's, you know, we do. We, we have to step out of that and, and overcome yeah, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. It's, so if you guys aren't picking it up, there's obviously a theme here of what we're talking about. Uh, it's about overcoming adversity. And we want to have some fun with this. We don't want to be the typical podcast that just gets on here and gives you the slow motivational talks and lets you know that you are good enough. and You, you are, are amazing. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You is strong. You is kind. You is impotent. But you are really. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in there. You're, you're right. We need to actually do some of that. No, no, but we're not. That isn't what our focus is. And you did touch on um, at the beginning saying that overcoming, you know, different things in addiction and, and different things with mental health and, and life things. But we, we also want to, like, show, shine light on some of the do-gooders um, around and, and yeah. people that are, that are making a difference with, with overcoming adversity and maybe not maybe from something they've gone through. So we have like a really exciting plan for our journey with this podcast and what we're trying to do. So it's going to be something really unique, yeah. I think. I think the coolest part of what we're doing is that we we have a plan, but we don't have a plan exactly. at the same time. Is that we're, we have a general outline of where this is going. And this is really just another attempt for both of us to just put ourselves out there and to see what happens. If we're casting a wide net and then we're going to see what fish we catch. And I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, this can be something exciting. This can be something that's helpful to people and, and that can make a difference in people's lives and that people just enjoy listening to. Uh, so speaking of everything that we're doing uh, on this podcast, so we're going to, this being the first episode, maybe we should tell people what to expect for this first month. Okay. Um, which we was one of the very few things we have planned. We're not doing this scripted. We're going, you know, just putting ourselves out there raw and real, and and we're not, you know, rehearsing this and yeah. editing it, you know, things like that. So this is what you get. Let me tell you how much we planned this episode. We have the title, introduction. That's all we've planned. <laughs> so t- today is introduction day. Uh, so you're you're getting the real Blake and Amanda here, and we're just kind of having a conversation, um, and we're going to include you guys on it. Uh, the next episode, we have a very exciting title. It is called Blake, <laughs> and, which is, that's as far as we've planned. And get even, to know Blake. Even more, no, don't add the get to know. Oh, okay. That's, that's way too complex. Back. I don't want to plan that far out. Okay, okay. Um, it's just Blake. <laughs> yeah, it's just Blake. Hashtag Blake. Hashtag Blake. <laughs> that's actually better. I like that. Hashtag Blake. And then for the third episode, I mean, talk about exciting it's hashtag Amanda. Hashtag Amanda. 
Hashtag Marino in the house. Hashtag Marino. That's too much again. You keep adding to it. It's way too much. It's a complex uh, lady, you know? Complex Sometimes fella. we got to just bring it down and make it simple. Turn, turn right. down the complexity. All right. Um, so we're going to talk about me, we're going to talk about Amanda, because we figured if you guys are going to listen to us, at least we want you to get to know us. And these will always be available for the rest of time. Uh, 2,000 years from now, they'll be listening to our podcast and being like, what was wrong with those people during that time period? <laughs> Let's but, go back to hashtag Blake. <laughs> yeah, hashtag Blake. We have to go back to that episode. We'll be in the history books. <laughs> they'll all have a whole chapter. Hashtag Blake. Okay. The insecure, the most insecure man alive. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, and then episode four is going to be, we're going to be really kind of foreshadowing what to expect in the future from this podcast. And I think, um, I think there's really going to be some cool stuff. I think that we're going to have some exciting guests on here. We're going to have some people who've not just are improving themselves, but have improved other people's lives. And how they did it. You know? Yeah, and you know what? And I don't know if I want to hear so much about... I mean, I do want to hear about how they've affected people's lives and what they've done, but I want to hear the details specifically of of what that process looked like and what did they do and was it difficult? Was it easy? Was it... What what adversities did they face in these processes? Because nothing that, that we accomplish is ever easy. Right. And what fire inside of them. I love learning about people's, the fire that it makes them to, to go after something that is a passion. Okay. You know, like what, like, I, I have, you know, I, I had to look at something. I had to look and see, like, do I like to do all these things in my life because I'm trying to avoid something? Or do I like to do all these things in my life because I have a fire and I have a fire and a passion. And I sure. love that in people. And that's one thing I love about you. Yeah. You know, so I want to hear about that in people and what that is in them where it comes from is it from pain is it from passion is it you know or a mixture yeah. of whatever I think that's a it is it's kind of cool and, and it's amazing and well I'm sure we'll get more into this but intentions in, in the activities and the, and the things that we do I think intention is a huge role plays a huge role in everything that we do uh, you know we see it often in the drug and alcohol treatment industry that we're you know both of us are employed by drug and alcohol treatment centers Recovery Unplugged is where I work, and you work for Recovery Ways um, currently, both of us, you know, and we don't know where life is going to take us, but that's where we currently work and stand behind. But we see it often in the this industry where people's intentions for starting a treatment center and their intentions for keeping it going aren't pure, and we watch them crumble, and we watch them do unethical and illegal things because right. they didn't have the intention of helping people, of getting people... Sober and clean, and and improving their lives. Their intention was purely to greed, re- greed, yeah, and reap the benefits of a, um, of, of an insurance company, basically, right. of what they pay. The Trying to milk everything they can, and you know all of that, which was you know crazy to witness, but which in a way, as frustrating as it is with insurance companies now not paying what they used to, it's almost good because it weeds out a lot of those people. So the people left standing, um, unless they're finding new loopholes their intentions kind of have to be pure because if you want to survive in these days you're not you're not going to get rich it's not a get rich quick scheme anymore you can't say I want to have a, a drug and alcohol treatment center and just open it up with no kind of you know right plan right those days are long gone you, you've got to be doing something creative and doing something uh, that really benefits people right and it's not a get rich quick scheme you've got to really 
brand yourself as a, a real company. So a lot of people from that from that whole mindset went over to the the CBD. <laughs> yeah, they get rich quick CBD. So a lot of people that were doing the the scamming stuff and the treatment, the quick get yeah. rich quick. I see a lot of them doing CBD. Yeah, so of course. Of or whatever the next thing is. You know? Whatever, right? Whatever the next thing is. So I mean. And it, it obviously gets more and more complex, and you need more and more money to start some of these get-rich-quick schemes, but I think uh, it's funny to watch people jump from things. That, and, and, you know, I had my my stuff of trying to... I bought into some of these these sales pitches online of, like, you could sell stuff on Amazon easily. Like, it's it's very easy thing to do. Or flipping things online. Go buy stuff at Walmart, and you could sell it. And, yeah, I made a little bit of money doing oh, you it. you did that? Yeah, I, I drop-shipped. I did a lot of that stuff. But was it worth the work? It was worth it because it was. I learned a lot. Okay. And I learned a lot about why I was doing it, and I learned that I wasn't passionate about any of it. It was purely right. an attempt to make money. Right. You and I can't do stuff just for money. We yeah. Need so to be passionate. And you know, for me, it fizzled out quickly because I really wasn't interested. Right. It wasn't anything. Like, what was the point? I didn't get it. And, but I was doing all these things because my intentions weren't pure. It was purely to make money. So I was selling like women's beauty products online that I sourced from China, like weird random things. Um, I was selling. I don't see you doing that. I really can't. Can I tell you though, I did have, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but I love cats. Yes, I do. I love my cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a cat website. I remember that. I saw that. Liferightmeow.com, <laughs> which I thought was the most creative name ever. And I built it for like 100 bucks. this website. I put it out there a little bit and maybe spent another 100 marketing. And then I sold it for $1,500. Oh, that's awesome. Which I thought was awesome. That's great. Um, so I built out a site and then sold it. So that was fun for me, um, mostly because I made $1,300. But it was fun for me just because it was an interesting thing to go through. Um, so a recurring segment that we were always going to have on the show each episode is a let it out episode, uh, let it out segment. Oh, we've had fun playing that this part. Yeah, and Amanda and I have to be very careful what we say because we are... Especially with me. you got to watch my mouth. Yeah. I don't know about you. I'm a people pleaser, so I don't want to offend anybody. Um, although I feel like when you're doing a podcast, you can... No one else is listening is what it feels like. So you could say oh, whatever you want. Oh, people will be listening. So we need oh, to definitely be a little mindful. But Oh, that's right. We're going to publish this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, so what do you want to let it out with? Okay. So let's let's set it up what let it out is. So okay. Let's let it out with. Part of overcoming adversity uh, is being your authentic self and learning to be authentic and, and be real. So the fact of the matter is that we are human and we have things that bother us. We don't enjoy everyday life we don't walk around with skittles and rainbows popping out of our assholes so we <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a visual too far yeah at least it was we're skittles skipping and... around town and loving was... everybody and every, at all times loving yeah. everything that goes on that's not real life like, and i don't care who says who pretends like they are that way like that even like recovery is like this amazing every day is better than my worst day drinking like no or my best day drinking what is it my, yeah. my worst days sober are better than my best days drinking. Well, I had some good days out there. Yeah, and me too. But I, I'm happy most of the time. But I go through stuff. Yes, I, yeah, exactly. I go so, through stuff and I, you know, I walk through stuff. But I, I definitely am, am happy most of the time. But I'm not skipping on, you know, rainbows and skills, whatever you said, in my butt. <laughs> See, I am. I sometimes have rainbows shooting out of my butt. But it's usually when I eat. 
something Scouts. weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, the idea, the, the reality of it is that we all go through things. We all have things that bother us and we let them fester inside of us and then we create resentments. So what we want is a, a chance to let it out and we figured there's no better place to let it out then why not do it on the podcast? And maybe some people will relate and understand to it. I understand what we're talking about. Okay. So where should we start? Should we keep it in our industry related or should it just be anything in life? Anything in life. Okay. Let it out. I have something that bothers me. Okay, good. But I want you to go first. No, I want oh, you to go first. I want you to go first. I have to yeah. think of something, though. Uh, we have lots of things that bother me, you know? Um, well, we, we have plenty of episodes to shoot, so... <laughs> yesterday and this has <laughs> bothered me where you with a beaded doorway I was in like a coffee shop or something okay this has been for a long time in my life something I've hated is beaded doorways okay. I don't understand them they're annoying there's no good way to pass through them stop hanging them in your stores stop hanging them in your business they look tacky get rid of them do you think they're gross too because I know you're like a germaphobe do you feel like you get people's you know stuff I've actually gotten you? a lot better with the germaphobe stuff okay. I don't like people touching my face but I would never let a beaded doorway touch my face <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't there's no good way to walk through it there's no cool way to walk through it like you can never look cool walking through a beaded doorway unless you're like John Travolta in the 80s or something like that like slowly pushing it aside with two fingers I, there's no way to get through them and I genuinely hate them and they get caught on my clothes and they I pull them down and make a mess of it so um uh, I'm going to start easy on this first episode and go with okay. beaded doorways. All right, all right, all right. I, I hear where you're at. Okay, you want to know what kind of bothers me? The keto diet. The keto diet, the keto okay. Diet. It's just, <laughs> okay. It's just annoying to me. I mean, I know it works for some people. I do, I get it. But people are randomly putting themselves on like this very rigid kind of diet that they don't know if it's good for their body. They don't know if it's like best for them. And it bothers me how many people promote like eating like a shit ton of bacon and, yeah. um, and lots of like lard and all like for me I know that my body type like I know how my blood work comes out usually every year and it's not good for me to have a high fat diet but I wouldn't know that if I didn't go to the doctor and get blood work every year so some people are just like you know they're nutritionists they're doctors so the fad of the keto diet it annoys me okay I yeah. can uh, I can completely agree with that well I'm not knocking it for working for people it works for my mother it works for certain people no, it, works but... for, it works for a lot of people I know but they did it right um, you know, they did it the right way. They did their research. They actually followed a book. And that, made sure that it was right for, appropriate for them. Yeah. You know? And they made sure to balance their diet. It wasn't just like every meal is bacon and, right. and fatty egg, stuff. Egg yolk. And what? And egg yolk. And egg, yeah, exactly. Like it, they made sure that there was a healthy balance to it. So it, it is frustrating. It's frustrating any type of, well, I'm going to save my, I'm not going to keep going with it because I got to save my let it out. My let it out. We can go on and on. Yeah. I'll say one, one industry, let it out. Oh. One industry. Oh, gosh, she's doubling up. Please stop opening more detoxes in South Florida. Okay. That's my, uh, there's too many detoxes. There's too many treatment centers, too many options, too many. 
Just don't. Like, it's like, don't have a random idea to open a detox. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, not that. Not, it's like how it used to be years ago with the IOPs. Let's, let's tone down the... Yeah, let's tone it down. But that's what insurances are covering now, so people are going for that. I couldn't help myself. I had a double dip. Sorry. You double dipped, and we have a I lot of episodes. I have a lot of stuff to let out, though. You this know, is going to be a smart. very successful podcast, and we have a lot of episodes. So you need to <laughs> save your let it out. Oh, no, Blake. I have so many that I, I can double dip once in a while. Okay. All right, well, guys, this is the end of episode one, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to email us, get in contact with us, send us ideas, you can send it to overcomingadversity at gmail.com. You can talk to myself. You can talk to Amanda. Uh, we can answer any questions on the podcast for you that you have, any topics you want to go over. If you want to be a guest, just shoot us an email at overcomingadversity at gmail.com. We love you. Bye.